This time on the podcast, Evil walks the land on four feet. And later, we tear our teeth into the heart and shoulder of Evil. <laughs> Coming to you live from the fourth floor of the Balboa. <laughs> Coming to you from the fourth floor of the Balboa building in sunny Santa Barbara, California. It's the Darkness Dome. I'm Jai Ranganathan, PhD. And I am Kristen Weiss, PhD. VLB. You're right. Thank you. My full title. Question for you, Kristen Weiss, PhD, VLB. How do you feel about horror movies? I am not a fan. I got to tell you. I know a lot of people love to be terrified. It's not my jam. What was the last horror movie you saw? And for how many months did you have to be in therapy afterwards? I can't even remember the last one I saw. I mean, I still have nightmares from just seeing the commercial as a little kid of that doll movie. What was it? Chucky? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just thinking back. No, no, not for me. You know, for me, I used to be into Walking Dead. Okay. That was popular. It was popular. I guess it kind of still is popular. But then I have a pretty weak stomach also, so I started getting nightmares. So I stopped watching so too. So sad. It is so sad. So you're not much for horror movies. I'm not, although I do tend to have maybe some morbid fascination with certain aspects of death, which I think a lot of people do. you well known for being morbidly fascinating or fascinatingly morbid. Pick one. Thanks. And that's per- I'll take both. Yes. And that's perfect because that's exactly the paper we're talking about for this week. Wow. I know. Unlo- hence our dark introduction. Hence our dark introduction. And this would, be, if we had timed this right, we could have made this our Halloween paper. Well, I guess maybe, listener, you are listening to this at Halloween. So perfect. Go us. Um, so this is a paper in Forensic Sciences, technical note, anthropology section, called The Scavenging Patterns of Feral Cats on Human Remains in an Outdoor setting. Now, Kristen, you're the one who found this paper deep in a cemetery somewhere. (laughs) I was digging, digging deep. And both of us had the same reaction. We both, when we read this paper for the first time, we screamed, independently screamed when we read this This paper. This is true. That was also due to the visuals in this paper, which we'll get to. But it immediately paints a pretty vivid image of... A very (laughs) vivid image. And I have to say, you know, like I've in science a long time, you know, and I've read, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I've read at least the abstracts of at least three papers in my life, you know, not wow. to brag. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. But this is the single most horrifying paper I have read of those. <laughs> now I'll call that a win. I'm putting that in the win column. Where would you put this for you in terms of the most horrifying papers? Um, it's pretty high up there. I mean, it's intriguing and very apt because... As our one listener might recall, a few weeks ago, we also featured cats in our paper, and it was about, do you find cats where you find women? And so we've sort of come full circle, you know, where you find dead bodies, do you find cats? Or do you find women, do you find cats there? Are they dead women? Are they dead cats? We don't know. 
Well, so in fact, actually, we're getting into the key point here, proving, and I think we're going to get to this in this paper, that we conclusively prove, or this paper proves, <laughs> that cats are terrible. <laughs> this paper proves it. Dogs are clearly better. Cats are the worst. We I prove think it what here. they say in the conclusion. So, you know, here's the thing about Walking Dead, and which I think ties into this paper, which is so terrifying, you know, is that you just have these, like, fields of bodies Mm-hmm. But guess what? There are real fields of bodies out there. There are. There's multiple fields of dead bodies just decomposing across the country. And this is not like a Hollywood thing. This is not a murder spree thing. <laughs> At least I hope not. <laughs> it's like a real thing. No, you're right. There are these research facilities and they lay out dead bodies that have been generously donated to science, and they lay them outside in the elements, naked, to observe how decomposition works and what happens to them. And it's, it is, it's just like the opening to a horror movie here. And that's the introduction of this paper. Why would anybody do this? Why? <laughs> it sounds horrible. <laughs> Why would anybody do this? Why would anybody do this? Researchers or... Donors. Well, researchers, why, why, why set up corpse fields? <laughs> well, we there are like really good fields. reasons. So the the corpse field that we're talking about in this paper is uh, the Forensic Investigation Research Station at Colorado Mesa University, aptly nicknamed FERS. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they, it's, so it's forensic analysis. There's a lot of important information you can get by studying how bodies decompose so that in the real world, unfortunately, when you do find a body, um, someone who's deceased, you can have a better sense of what their cause of death was and how long ago it was and answer various questions for murder cases. So it's a horrifying thing, but it's for real. Actually, yeah. that makes sense. If you find a body in the if you find a body sitting outside, that'd be pretty horrifying just it to would find be the one. Pretty traumatic. But the thing that they were not aiming to study was Dun dun dun. Whether your friendly, furry, little pet cat will eat your face off when you die. <gasps> so, <laughs> you know, I think this paper cats. goes into it. You know, like, I think this paper, this paper clearly indicates how horrible cats are. And I mean, I'm just going to read what they talk about. Um, this is from the introduction of the paper. The relatively small size, strength, and bite force of Felix Catus, that's the domestic cat, may preclude their ability may let me read that again. Mm -hmm. The relatively small size, strength, and bite force of Felis Catus, that's the domestic cat, may preclude their ability to open the human human thoracic cavity. That's horrifying that they even want to do that. <laughs> but at least they can't. They can't. <laughs> you know, and something else which is truly horrifying. Well, no, no, they said it may preclude. True. So if they, they try hard enough. Well, and also in the introduction, they talk about the the prevalence of, you know, in past studies when they've found house cats who have gnawed into their dead caretakers, it, they normally bite their faces off. There's all these horrifying details from this paper. So apparently in this corpse field, which is, you know, several dozen bodies just moldering away in this field until they turn to skeletons, mice are common and frequently nest beneath and within desiccated remains. Yeah, but then they're just 
hanging you out. Know, yeah, that's they're just being opportunistic and having a nice little cozy house with some nice aesthetic. I don't know. Much- doesn't have the horrifying sound of like biting someone's face off. It's, yeah, in that sense, it's much more like Empire Strikes Back of Luke Skywalker <laughs> being in the Bantha to stay warm. That's a deep cut for all your Empire Strikes Back <laughs> fans out there. Um, yeah. Yes, so here's the thing about this research station. It turns out there is a landfill not that far away. And this landfill, there's like a whole it's bunch haunted. of- <laughs> It's haunted. It's a haunted landfill. <laughs> That's another study. And Unrelated. In this haunted landfill, there is a squad, a team, a horde, a horde is the right word, of feral cats who live at the landfill eating, well, eating whatever comes by, I guess. But one day, something different happened. Yeah, so this was not what the researchers intended, but they discovered that a stray feral cat made its way over the fences, through the security, into the body field. Yeah, because here's the thing. It's not just like these fields are kind of blocked off, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're opened from the top. That's true. But there's like fencing up and there's razor wire and, you know, there's like some sort of like materials you can't really see through what's there. Yeah, so this took conscious effort on the part of this cat. These cats came through or cat. Yeah, so first it was one cat. A striped cat, as it was described in the paper. And what did this striped cat do? I don't know if you can handle what it did. Are you ready? I am not ready, but continue. So this cat chose a body that had been decomposing already for about a week, and it started eating it. Ah! (laughs) But slight comfort, it did not eat the face. Left well, the face intact. <laughs> well, so what they found, so again, they were not doing a study on feral cats eating bodies, but it was opportunistic. This cat came in and they set up cameras when they realized this was happening to see what this behavior was all about. And so this cat started eating away at a, the body of a 70-ish year old woman. So flipping around from the paper we did last a couple of weeks ago, where there are women... Where there are dead women, there are cats. Yeah, so more confirmation. More confirmation of that paper. So de- so women continue to feed feral cats even <laughs> after their death. <laughs> They're that nurturing. <laughs> they are that nurturing. You know, women are givers. That's it's clearly true. clearly what it, this is all about. during, after death. So this just shows how horrible cats are. Because that cat had plenty of moldy pizza and old hot dogs and what not to eat in that landfill. Yeah, presumably it had an abundance of food. And we still don't know why the cat chose this body and why it stuck with that body. It continued eating from the same body over the course of several weeks as uh, it continued to decompose. It didn't choose any of the other bodies. There were around 40 bodies in this field. Several dozen, but it liked this one. Yes, and it continued eating kind of from the same area, which was the shoulder chest region. And we don't know if this is a territorial thing, if this lady just tasted better to this cat for some reason, what it was. It's a mystery, horrifying mystery. A horrifying mystery. But the cat horror didn't stop there. You're right. Dun, 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 dun. There was another cat. Another cat. So word got around apparently in the cat community. And a black cat followed suit 
also snuck its way into this field and chose another body. This one was a man. So we're having to reassess our assumptions about women and cats, but still, it was an older man in his mm-hmm. 70s again. And this cat did the same thing. It started eating like the upper arm and shoulder area, and it kept eating the same body for weeks on end, not choosing the fresher bodies, just one particular body. So maybe this is a good time to talk about what exactly made each of us scream when we read these (laughs) papers. I'm going to direct your attention, Kristen, to figures one through five. No, not not even going to look at one through five. but But maybe you could describe... Maybe you could describe sure. what For figures... those who are even more morbidly obsessed than me and would like to go check this out after listening, figures one through five are very high quality, high resolution photos, close up shots of where these cats bit into the flesh and muscle of these bodies. And we were not prepared for that visual. <laughs> was, was prepared for these color images. Black, yeah. and, black and white would have been slightly better, but maybe not because figure five was True. in black and white. And that was maybe the worst of all. Yeah. So figure five is a little different than the first four. The first four, like I said, are these close ups of blood and tissue and decomposing flesh, which, you know, great. Uh, figure five pulls it back a little. And let me just read you guys the caption. Um, it says camera image of the cat using its claws to stabilize the arm as it consumes tissue. And describe this. What's this? Describe what's in this. So if you just were to glance at this quickly, you just see this cute little furry black cat, and it looks like he's kind of sniffing something on the ground. And you look a little closer, and you're like, holy (laughs) expletive. Uh, This cat is clawing into a dead body's arm and gnawing at the elbow area. That's figure number five, folks. So our images really just keep getting better and better. If you thought woman surrounded by cats was just your all-time fave visual, you're going to have to check out figure five in this paper. So really the phrase should be or soon will be, well, from the previous paper, it was where there are girls, there are cats. Mm -hmm. But really it should be where there are corpses, there are cats. Yeah, that's actually a new off-Broadway show. Uh, it's kind of a, a new, more morbid takeoff of cats, <laughs> corpses and cats. It's like guys and dolls, but bloody and zombie-ish. So these two cats, this is this is the entire paper. These yeah. two cats chew, each chewed on a body for several weeks, a separate body. Each night they came by, chewed on it for a while, then left, then came back and left. And that's it. That's the entire <laughs> paper. Yeah, well, to be fair, this was a technical note. So this was like, you know, happenstance that these cats happened to, to come in here. And so the researchers grabbed footage of them. And presumably this information could be useful if bodies are found with certain types of bike bite marks, right? And you could match it up and say, oh, this looks like a feral cat bite mark instead of something else. And um, be able to determine whether it was a bite mark while the person was still alive. Did the cat actually bite this person to death or did it happen after they die? So it may be a pretty rare thing, but at least now that's in the scientific record. Maybe it's less rare because these two cats are probably getting the word out. So in the high prairie of Colorado, there are <laughs> squads of undead cats going around they're starting the corpses. Zombie cats. Zombie cats. Just sucking souls from just very well-intentioned body donors wanting to give their body to science and ending up 
Getting eaten by cats. Getting eaten by cats. For science. For science. You know, but I have to say the most horrifying part of this whole paper is this sentence. Uh, Tissue damage consistent... uh, Let me start again. The most horrifying part of this paper is this sentence. Tissue damage was observed, photographed, and described daily by a giant squad of interns. (laughs) That's right. So you've got this corpse field with dozens of bodies just moldering away. And you have these squads of interns. (laughs) Undergraduate interns. You too can sign up to be an intern if you go onto their website. I closely monitoring these corpses. There's got to be a better work-study job. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you know, there's people that love dead bodies, and those people need research positions too. I mean, working in the cafeteria, I mean... (laughs) I mean, anything, <laughs> anything, <laughs> literally the worst work-study yeah, job I, you could possibly have. I mean, I can't even imagine seeing, let alone smelling, decomposing bodies in a field and Having the to get super close up, like taking the right all picture. All the photos, but apparently people are interested in doing it and good on them. Good on them. And, you know, because maybe there's, they're the FBI agents of the future. Right. You got to be pretty dark to be an FBI agent. There you go. And they wear dark clothing. Yeah. So there you go. But actually, in fairness, you know, all joking aside, you know, I feel like the donors of these bodies are like, it's a pretty huge thing to do, you know, because A, donating your body to science is like kind of a pretty big thing to do because mm-hmm. you know it's going to get carved up but at least you know if you give it to some medical school they're probably going to well certainly let me yeah you assume it. like you're going to solve cancer right by donating your body you're like help find a cure for cancer and at the very least you know like whoever's associated with this will be treating your body with the utmost respect you know like making sure within the context of having your what experiment they're doing they're going to be treating you with respect not in this case like you're just getting thrown out into a corpse nope. field to get moldered away and to get chomped on by cats and get nested in by rats and it's, but it's for a purpose. It is. And arguably, you're providing a lot more through serving as this food and habitat for wildlife, right? As opposed to being cramped in a tiny wooden box for eons. I mean, it sounds kind of gruesome, but really, if you're contributing to the circle of life, it's kind of trendy. <laughs> and, and, you know, in some ways, these people are helping to solve future crimes. That's true, too. Because, you know, by sort of figuring out, by closely documenting how these people decompose as they die. So if you, so someone else, someone is found murdered, mm-hmm. you know, a year from now in, in a close by in the same climatic zone. Okay, well, they can go back to this and, okay, based on the condition of the body, they'll be able to back up and say, okay, well, we actually have a lot more information than we thought we did about time of death. You know, we can learn a lot. Right. So these, these Corp, these donors, I mean, it, it's sort of horrifying, but it's, it's a super brave thing to do. Yeah, even if they didn't necessarily know exactly how, what they were <laughs> getting themselves into. <laughs> but so we both agree cats are horrible. Cats are horrible. But I hate to break this to you. It's not just cats. What? So after this study was published, a cat behavior specialist aptly named, get this, Dr. Delgado. <laughs> I mean, no joke. <laughs> Dr. Delgado. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Dr. Mikel Delgado. So she studies feline behavior, right? She commented and said, you know, this was fascinating. And she dug into a lot of police records of 
deaths of people who were found in houses with pets. And turns out there's several dozen cases of pets chomping on their owners after they die. And it's not just cats. What? Yeah, I know. It's it's really sad to think about. So in some cases, it's been dogs. And in one case, it was a hamster. So you <laughs> trust no one. Trust, is, is trust really, no one or anything. You know, and... My favorite thing that she says out of all of this is, you know, it's not every case. So not every cat, dog, or hamster is going to eat your arm off when you die. It depends on a number of things, like how long they've been left in there with you, if anyone comes to find you, how suddenly you died, all of these things. Um, but my favorite quote in an article where she's commenting on this says, you know, so if you're worried about your cat eating your face off after you die there's no reason for people to panic about an epidemic of pets eating people she says the other thing that's important to recognize is that just because animals will eat part of a corpse does not mean that they will eat you while you're alive (laughs) (laughs) so apparently people yeah your cat We'll wait until you die. That's very respectful. I'm going to push back on that super hard because <laughs> let's go back to this. Because, uh, and, you know, and I feel like I'm an expert here because there's a cat in the house, in my house, and the cat oh, would. that's right. And that cat would no doubt eat me while I was still alive, except for my if constant it efforts. Could. That's yes, true. that's true. But, you know, there, these two, these two uh, corpse eating cats in the study, cat corpse, <laughs> corpse cat, one. You Can know, have a cat. it was what they called camera shy in the paper, meaning it was mm-hmm. hard to take pictures of it because maybe because it was trying to do it stealthily. Maybe it was ashamed. Who knows? But cat number two, not camera shy. They're getting bolder. It's true. They, they were the word willing, might be out. They were willing to be photographed. So what's, not, what's next? Next, it's not going to be the cover of night, not going to be the corpse field. It's just going to be anywhere. Yeah. But then it's hard to guess animal motivation because another suggestion in some of those cases where they found bodies and homes that had been partly eaten by animals was it seemed like they they weren't always hungry when they did it and they might have even been trying to revive their owner they might have been confused (laughs) you know maybe if i just keep gnawing into this shoulder breastplate they'll wake up (laughs) that is well known is that any less horrifying i don't know it's true so it, they did say here. Killed you out of love. I killed you. Ate your flesh ate because your flesh. he missed you. They did seem to enjoy the shoulder area. Yeah. What was about? What was up about that? So one suggestion they gave in the paper was that that was where the autopsy incision was. So it seemed like an easy place to just re-rip open. So it seems like cats are kind of lazy. They're like, oh, this seems like an easy place to open up. So they kind of kept going back to the places that were easy access. Why did they stop? Why did I the want... cats stop eating? Yeah. Uh, so. This body field is in a very arid location, and so it takes a while for the bodies to decompose. And it seems like the cats stopped eating the bodies when they got to this, like, more raunchy stage of decomposition. (laughs) I think they actually call it the wet face, which you can imagine what that is. So, you know, they they had a sense of decorum. They're like, all right, I've gotten what I could get out of this, and it is time. They were not a fan of raunch dressing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, So, well. So are you going to be donating your body to science, Jay? You know, I think I'm not sure, but I'm now going to be much more, even more concerned. My big takeaway from this Mm -hmm. is I am now more concerned than ever 
about the cat in my house. Yeah, I mean, I think you should probably sleep with one eye open or not sleep at all. Exactly. If they even think you're dead, they might go in for the kill. Unlike the previous papers we've talked about here, this is like a very serious... Let's be serious. Many of the papers we've talked about before (laughs) have been kind of silly (laughs) in one way or the other, (laughs) either intentionally or unintentionally. This paper is not silly. This is like a very serious paper making a very serious point. And no you, self-reflexivity no, at and, all and written it's, in. And it's a real, th- and it's it solid. Real. Yeah. It's real. Like, you know, if you find a, you know, if I was a medical examiner and I found a body chomped up by cats, I'd want to know this exists so I can read about it, you know? So this is like, this is real science. It's very gross, but it's real <laughs> science. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, there is a science career for anyone out there. If you're into dead bodies, there's a career for you. Let me recommend a corpse field yeah. <laughs> nearby to you. Because apparently there's a whole bunch of them. It's not just yeah. one. I'm, the reason they set up this corpse field is because they said there's no one in this kind of climate zone. Mm-hmm. There's ones in like wetter climates or different climates, but not one here. So if a corpse is dumped in this climate, it's not the results means other places aren't going to be all that solid necessarily. So there's a lot of these uh, corpse fields Literally or figuratively. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard for a lot of people to think about, but understanding how our bodies decompose can be very interesting and helpful. And I guess my my takeaway is that at the end of the day, we are all just flesh and bones. We have consciousness of some sort and animals have some sort of consciousness. But, you know, there's no set in stone rules of what's right or wrong and what bodies you eat or don't eat <laughs> in a given context. So are you more likely to donate your body to a corpse field? You know, I don't even know if you can specifically say corpse field or oh, yeah. something else. Yeah, Wait, you, can, you looked this up? I did look it up. Oh. There is a specific forum to donate your body to this particular field. Wow. I think you have to be within like, they'll pay for within, if you're within 50 miles, 100 miles to cart your body over. Huh, okay. But beyond that, you're on your own. Yeah. Well, I'm undecided. Uh, I have always wanted to have my body be like planted under a tree. Sorry, not planted like a seed, but <laughs> buried. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I don't know. But I will have to contemplate what it would mean to be exposed to mice and cats and who knows what else. You know, but it, it is it is kind of exciting. It is exciting. You know, and I feel like the currency of the internet, of Instagram, yeah, of Facebook is exposure. And this is total exposure. These these <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. What was that like '90s show with exposure in it? Sudden I, exposure. Okay. Oh, I, 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 a brief. Ex- uh, da. Uh, we'll get it for next time. Hashtag Northern exposure. Yes. I don't know if that has anything at all to do related to this podcast. I'm guessing but. there's not a whole lot of corpse fields. I don't think I've seen that show, but I'm guessing corpse fields don't play a large role. They may play a small role. Probably, probably play a small role, but not a giant role. I'm guessing in that in that. Uh, yeah. In that show. But yeah, you could have your 15 minutes of fame as a cat cadaver. So maybe it's worth it. Cat you know? cadaver? Well, cadaver for cats. Cadaver for cats, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Hashtag corpses and cats. Check it out off Broadway. Okay. Any, anything else we've yet to talk about here? All right. <laughs> well, so I'll, I'll just like close it out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nothing? Okay. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. Well, we clearly have ex- much like the cats being done with the corpses. We've exhausted this topic. So I'll say see you later. Watch out for the feral cats in the darkness.